Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins are set for another divisional showdown with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we're going to talk a little bit about my little trip up to Boston this weekend for the Islanders game. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, after a meeting with the Lightning last week, the Boston Bruins are going to host the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight at 7 p.m. at the TD Garden. Now, right now, the Bruins are sitting in a pretty decent spot. I mean, if you were to ask me back around Christmas, I wouldn't even believe that they would even have a shot at one of the top three positions in the Atlantic Division. I thought for sure that they would either squeak in with a wild card or not make it at all. But things change. This team has really come together over the over the last two months, or th- actually three months now. You probably say three months, and they've been they've been just rolling along. I mean, everything has come together for this team. The first, I mean, first of all, it was the line the line combinations were juggled a little bit. You know, you throw in, you know, you move DeBrusque, who has had a who had a pretty decent month of February and part of part of um part of March. You know, you put him on the top line. Of course, then again, you put anybody on the top line with Marshawn and Bergeron, they're probably gonna have gonna be really successful. But I gotta tell you, that second line has really put it on, you know, with the with uh, Hall. Uh, Halla and Pasternak. I mean, Pasternak, all of a sudden, you know, it's almost like that lit a spark under him, you know, as soon as those line changes happen. And then you got to, you got to, the third, that third line of Frederick, Coyle, and Smith has really, has really surprised me that these three guys have really got it, got the ball rolling here. And, they're they're the big surprise right now. The second half of the season, I didn't expect this out of that third line, and to be honest, that's the that's the thing. Charlie Coyle belonged on the third line. That's where he belongs. And guess what? He he's had he's been having some success with that with with his two line mates, of Frederick and Smith. I mean, being I was there at the game on Saturday against the Islanders, and they played fantastic. I mean, this is going to be one of those surprise lines in the playoffs. And if you were to, you know, and and you got to realize that now, you know, right about now, I would say the Bruins have a good shot at making it to the conference finals right now. The way they're playing, they are playing like like a Stanley Cup contender right now. I mean. You know they're they're you know they're rolling along. The goaltending the goaltending has been great, and you got to realize you know if the playoffs were to start today, who would you start? I mean my my thought would be go go with Jeremy Swayman. 
you know, he's been the one, he's been the hot hand right now. And I'm surprised that he hasn't gotten more of the starts in, in, in the re- recent weeks or recent games. I mean, I was surprised that Allmark got the start on Saturday and not Swayman. And maybe it was a good thing. I mean, when the Bruins and the Maple Leafs met all the way back in November, um, they they weren't they were in a they weren't even like content. I don't even think that right right about then I had them as contenders. I had them as pretenders to even make the wild card. I mean, they were just nine games into the season and they were still trying to find their game. You know, they had new guys in the lineup, and and the the beliefs had some some early season momentum, and it's been carrying them for a while. But now the Bruins have the momentum going going forward here. You know, they actually have the momentum moving forward with these guy with this team. Um, they could pot can they catch um, Florida? I think that they can. They can catch. I think they could catch Florida. I think that they could catch. You know. You know the other team, all those other teams here. You know, heck, maybe maybe they actually. I don't think that they have a chance at catching. You know, you know, getting the top spot in the Eastern Conference with Carolina, but still, they've been the hottest team since since the begin since the beginning of January. And I think that they could catch they could catch Florida. I strongly believe that they could catch Florida. They could catch I mean, even for the top spot in the Eastern Division or in the Eastern Conference, they could catch Carolina. I have a feeling I have a gut feeling they can. You know, you know, as long as they as long as they play their game and they go out there and, and bust their butts every night. So tonight's game with with Toronto is a big one because right now Toronto Toronto is basically they're basically tied with Toronto in points. So with both with eighty seven, they both can you know the Bruins can come and and finish you know leapfrog them into third place. I mean there was a point last week where the Bruins were sitting where the Bruins were actually sitting in that second spot. You know so. It's going to be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks go. They're in the playoffs. They're they're locked. They're basically locked in because, you know, as far as the wild card goes, Washington has eighty four points, and and Columbus Columbus has has six has sixty nine points. There is no way that the Columbus Blue Jackets, the New York or the New York Islanders will catch either Washington or Boston. So basically, Boston. And Washington are locked in, unless some something major happens between you know with Boston and Washington, and all of a sudden Columbus and the Islanders decide to find their game. So, whatever you know, right now the Boston the Boston Bruins are in the playoffs. They're locked. In. They 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 have to be locked in at this point. There is no way Wash. There is no way Columbus or the Islanders would would catch them. So the Bruins just have to look up. And possibly take a shot, take shots at um Tampa Bay and Toronto, and Toronto starts tonight. It starts tonight. Now I gotta tell you, I watched um the last couple of game, the two games with uh, Hampus Lindholm, and he looked f- fantastic with Charlie Coyle, 
And I think that was a good, I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, you know, that was a really bad deal because we gave up a lot of prospects and everything, you know, we gave, well, well, we gave up draft picks. The Bruins gave up draft picks. And, you know, I got to tell you, I kind of like, he looked good. He looked really good. He, in two games with the Bruins, he's had um, a one assist, you know, and he's a, and he's a plus three. So, but in the two games he has played for the Boston Bruins, he has played great. And I kind of like that combination of him and Char- Charlie McAvoy. You know, the question is now what kind of, you know, those two guys, you know, are your number one and two guys on that first on their first defensive line? You know, and then what do you who do you put in then? You know, it's guys are going to be in and out of the lineup, such as Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, you know, um, Connor Clifton in there, Derek Forbert, which, you know, I don't even re- – the guy shouldn't even be here. You know, we, we I've, I've expressed it. You know, I'm not really happy with that signing. You know, it could have gone – you could have, you know, settled with somebody else, you know, especially somebody from Providence. Now, speaking of Providence, um, the Providence Bruins, actually, there's there was actually a trade made yesterday. Now, here's the thing. As far as that trade goes. All right. Even though the trade deadline was last Monday, the AHLs was yesterday. And there were still some players, you know, to be dealt. And they were still eligible to suit up down the stretch into the playoffs, you know, for Providence. And the Boston or the Boston Bruins traded Brady Lyle um, to from the Providence Bruins to the Springfield Thunderbirds in exchange for future considerations. So. You know, not a total loss there, but, you know, they pick, you know, they have to, you know, put some, you know, get their roster together for the Providence Bruins. So, and plus he was a, um, he signed as a free agent last, last spring. So it wasn't really, he wasn't really on the, on the radar for, you know, for the Boston Bruins as far as like being a draft pick. Now, a lot of people have been talking about, there's a good possibility that maybe Fabian Lysel could possibly um, make it in make it, um, either play for the Bruins down the str- once his season is done with the Vancouver Giants, and I don't know. I, there, there's a question about. I'm still thinking about maybe he should, he would be better off playing in Providence for the time, and you know go, you know, and not be with the big club. But then again, you put him up with the big club. And there, and what you do is you actually, um, maybe play him on the first line. There's a good chance. I mean, there is a good chance that you could possibly put him on the first line with the um, with uh, Marshawn and Bergeron. Give him a shot, you know. But I would have to say maybe giving putting him down in um, putting him down with the um, putting him down there with um um down in Providence because I think that's that's where that's where I think he belongs because the kid has had a great season with the Vancouver Giants. He's played 45 games, 20 he's had 20 goals, 32 assists, 52 points, 48 minutes in penalties. He's a plus 18, plus 18, five power play and five power play goals. So this kid is the real deal. Now, if I were the Bruins, would I would I 
you know, have him play with the in Boston for the remainder of the year. You know, we all we all remember what Ryan Donato did when he when he first came to the Bruins, like after his college season was done. He did pretty good. Then they shipped him off to and then they shipped him off to uh, Minnesota for Charlie Coyle. But I would have to say, you know, give Fabian Lysel a chance. You know, but I don't know. It's it's a tough one, you know. Fabian Lysel probably would be a perfect perfect fit on that right side with um with um Bergeron and Marchand. He's a right winger. I think he would do I think he would do phenomenal with that. I think he would do great with that. Um you know, would would he be an impact player in the playoffs? We really don't know. You really you really can't say. I mean, the kid is only the kid's only kid's young. The kid is young. So, he's only he's only ni- he's only 19 years old. All right? Now, is he eligible to play in he is eligible to play in the um for the um Providence Bruins because he's not he's not North Amer he's not North American. You you need to be at least be 20 years old to play in the AHL, which is kind of stupid. But Still, but I don't know if I would take a gamble and put like you know put Lysel, you know, in Boston. You know, maybe put him, give him some ice time or for the rest of the season in the playoffs for uh, down in Providence. But the kid's got some skills, really big skills. I mean, he could possibly be on the roster next season, playing on the right side with um. With Bergeron and Bergeron and Marchand, you know, because we really don't know what's going on with, we still don't know what's going on with Jake DeBrusque. Apparently, the trade the trade request is still in play, you know, and you know there's a good possibility that he might get traded in the off season. There's a good chance he might get traded at the you know at the trade um, at the NHL draft for some picks. So we really don't know. But I think Fabian Lysel is gonna be would be a pretty decent fixture on that on that first line. I mean, could it could he be a breakout star on that first line like Pasternak? There's a good possibility. But then again, you have to think that Bergeron's contract is up. Is he gonna resign with the Bruins? Or will he go elsewhere? And then you have to figure out John where's John Beecher gonna fit in with all this? His team is, he's playing at Michigan right now. His team is in the Frozen Four. So what's, you know, what happens after next, you know, after, you know, next weekend? Or the weekend, uh, whatever weekend, you know, the Frozen Four is. I think it's next weekend. I'm not sure. Or it's not this coming weekend, but next weekend. But yeah, they made it, you know, his, you know, where does John Beecher's going to, where's he going to fit in? You know, is he going to play in Providence? You know, is he going to be stuck in Providence like guys like Zach Hamill and Zach Senishin and all those other guys? So who knows? But you have to realize, where's Fabian Lysel going to end up? You know, once his, you know, now that his season, I believe his season is over now. Because once the season is over, where's, is he going to go to Providence? Is he going to join the Boston Bruins? We don't know yet. 
But this kid, I mean, I, I, it's tough because I, one thing is I say, give the kid a shot. The other thing, the other thing is I say, give or put him in Providence and let him play in Providence right now. Because right now I think that him playing in Providence would be the best thing. You know, don't rush the kid. But then again, the kid's got some really good skill going on here. Now, the other thing we have to think about here is the goaltending. All right, moving forward, and if the like I said, if the playoffs were to start today, who do you start in goal? I mean, I would go. I would possibly go with Jeremy Swayman right now. I mean, Jeremy Swayman is currently second in the league with a two point zero nine goals against average. He's fifth overall in save percentage at two at nine point two five, and has three shutouts. So, I guess um, what you can say is that there's a you know, may, you might as well go with um, Jeremy Swayman right now. I mean, his his record is nineteen and eight. All right, he's nineteen and eight. L- Linus is twenty and nine, and you know he's doing he's pretty doing pretty decent. But who do you go with? And to me, you go with Sw- I would go with Swayman because. Swayman reminds me of Bing, 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 Billington, Bing, Billington with the, the um, with St. Louis back in 2019. This whole Bruins team reminds me of the St. Louis, the 2019 St. Louis Blues that beat the Bruins in the Stanley Cup playoffs, because they didn't they didn't get on a roll until January. You know they found their goaltender. So maybe maybe this is maybe this is a good thing. You ride Jeremy, you ride Jeremy Swayman in the playoffs. You know, there's a part of me that's like, okay, let's let's see how the kid does, and if the kid, you know, doesn't have a good, a good play, a good playoffs, you know, are we gonna say that he choked like everybody else has talked about how Tuca choked? And I'm gonna tell, and I'm gonna keep saying is Tuca didn't choke. The team in front of him in Game Sevens have quit have basically ran out of gas, all right? And in 2019, the Bruins don't get to the Stanley Cup Finals without Tuka Rask. And here's the thing. Do the Bruins get to the Stanley Cup lineup, get to the Stanley Cup Finals or even the Conference Finals because of Jeremy Swayman? Well, that'll, that'll be interesting. And another little tidbit here is that Jeremy Swayman is just has played one less game than Linus Allmark. So that's another thing. I mean, you got a pretty decent. It's not like Swayman. It's not like Swayman is like or Allmark are playing the bulk of the games. They're basically split in the season. But right now, if you're if you're Cassidy, you go with you go with your hot hand. You go with Jeremy Swayman. I see. I I don't. You know, I Allmark is a good goaltender. All right, and he's played great. I mean. A twenty a twenty and nine record, but you know you got to go go with the hot kid. Go with the hot kid. Now speaking of that, you know those two guys. I love the celebration that the 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 hug at the end of every flipping win. To me, that is that that's that makes my highlight real. After every Bruins win, 
they they do that hug and that to me that is freaking awesome. All right. It's great that they that those two guys have have become really good friends and teammates. So I think I think that that's like one of those that's the one thing you look forward to after a Bruins win is you know is watching those that watching that that hug celebration at the end of every win. And what's really cool is that Nesson actually sticks around instead of cutting cutting back to the studio, they actually, you know, they stay on those two until they finish till they finish their post-game celebration. So that's 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 one of the fun things about watching this team. They've come to, they've come together as a team, not like in the beginning of the season where they've, you know, where everything was a question mark. The goaltending was a question mark. You know, a top, you know, top four defenseman was a question mark. And a number two center. I mean, right now, things are starting to come together. I mean, we have our number two center. I mean, I don't want to hear about David Krejci coming back. I don't want to hear about it. Because he's not coming back. He won't come back. Because if he comes back, he's going to have to clear waivers. And I doubt that anybody, you know, is going to let him go. Somebody's going to pick him up before the Bruins do. So Eric Halla is is here to stay for a while. And he's been having he's been having a great season ever since the beginning ever since he ever since the line changes. I mean, he's got 9 goals and 23 assists. How many of those 23 assists are with Pasternak and Hall? Okay? I mean, I, I mean, David Pasternak, you know, who, he's David Pasternak. Taylor Hall is Taylor Hall. You know, a little a little thing, though, a little, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed, though, in Taylor Hall this season. Maybe because he didn't find his game until, until he, Eric Halla and David Pasternak became his line mates. But 14 goals for him on the season is kind of, is kind of low. I mean, I would I would have expected at least. I mean, hopefully he'll hit twenty by you know within the next month. Do I think he will? I don't know. But you know, Pasternak has really come. Pasternak ever since those line changes have come along, David Pasternak has has lit it up. I mean, he has thirty seven goals, you know, on the season, and he, before that, before the season even start, before this, before the line changes. I believe he was not even at 20 yet. You know, Brad Marchand is 28. He'd probably have more if he didn't have to be an idiot and decide to, you know, get suspended. You know, Bergeron has missed a couple of games, Mr. 1,200 career games. And then you have Charlie McAvoy. You know, McAvoy, McAvoy I don't know. It's it's almost like, you know, he's his game has been, been great. But you'd wish he'd produce a little bit more than just the just the eight goals he has. I mean, he's got the assists with thirty four, but still, you know, you wish he would produce a little bit more. You know, and you know, Trent Frederick. You know, here's another guy who's like a physical presence. I mean, I don't expect a lot out of Trent Frederick in his career. I really don't. I mean, he has five goals and nine assists for fourteen points. You know, and he's got you know, 47 minutes and penalties. 
But this guy is like Mr. Physical. He's the one, he's the guy that's going to be sticking up for your team. You know, if somebody gets hit with an illegal hit, you know, if somebody gets hit, he's going to go over there and, and rough the other guy up. So that's what I'm looking forward to with, with Trent Frederick. But this team is really coming coming around right now. I'm looking forward to the stretch run towards the playoffs and seeing what this team can do. You know, in the beginning of the season was like, oh, well, they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, or, you know, they're going to make the wild card, but they're only going to get out. They're only going to miss the first round. Well, right now, it looks like there's a good chance that they actually might finish in the top three in the Atlantic Division and go a little bit further in the playoffs. Because the way this team is playing, if I'm if I'm on their schedule towards the, for the rest of the season, I'm a little bit worried. I mean, they still have they still have teams like the Rangers to play. They still have um, they still have the um, let's see, let's see. They still have Toronto tonight, New Jersey tomorrow, and then they and then the month of April is completely packed in with you know games against you know Tampa. They play Tampa again. They play Toronto again. So things are looking. Things, you know, if you're one of those teams on the schedule, you have to be a little bit nervous because this team is really picking up the pace here. This team is really picking it up. The season now the season doesn't end for another for another, you know, another month because the last game of the season is on the 29th of of April. So the month of the month of May is something is going to be really fun, and of course the that. With the season ending that late and the month of May being basically all playoffs, I have a feeling that we're going to be going until almost till the end of June as far as the um, Stanley Cup playoffs go. And I'm hoping that that happens. I'm hoping the, Bru- I'm hoping that the Bruins are still playing in the middle of, at, at the end of June. Maybe, may, maybe the season, maybe the playoffs get extended a little bit into the month of into the month of um, July. Now, another little interesting fact here. I know the Bruins are are on a roll, but they're eight one and one in their last ten games. All right. Now, if you're any team that's you know on the schedule, you're looking at this team saying that you 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 if if you're any of those teams in the month of April, you have to be a little bit worried that this team is coming into town because they they are on fire. And if they were to add somebody, you know, add a little bit of spark like a Fabian Lysel for a few games, you know, let's see what he I mean, just looking at the month of May, of April, maybe maybe you do give Fabian Lysel a shot at, you know, the top line and sit out DeBrusque. Who knows? Now, over the weekend, I did happen to go up ship up to Boston and go to a, my first Bruins game in in 2 years. And I got to tell you, it was great to be back at the TD Garden. Full capacity crowd. A great game. A game which the Bruins dominated from from the very beginning. And it was it was fun. You know, it was I mean, you know, I went I went in it. We went in there. We grabbed a beer. You know, I grabbed my $16 beer and then you know, went up to my seat and enjoyed a, an ass whipping over the New York Islanders, which was great. Now, 
there were some draw. I mean, there weren't any drawbacks as far as like none of the game experience or anything else. But I got to tell you, it's a little it's a little depressing being walking from the uh, walking to the garden from where we parked our car. Now, there's nothing over there anymore. The fours is gone. Uh, Boston Beer Works is gone. There's nothing. The, the only hurricanes was the only and Sullivan's were the only two places that only two pla- places on that street. That was it. I mean, yeah, you do have stuff at the hub on Causeway with banners and a couple of other like little shops and everything else, but it's kind of it's it's kind of like sad that an institution like the Fours that's been across the street from the garden since the seventies, you know, and you know, Boston Beer Works is gone. You know, a lot even Faneuil Hall there was a, like a lot of stuff that was that wasn't even open anymore. And it's really sad. You know, you're looking to do something, you know, fun on game day, especially, you know, even though the game was a 12:30 start, some places were open. So, but it was kind of sad. You know, you're looking forward to going to, you know, grabbing a beer before the game or grabbing a, a meal before the game and you can't. I mean, you can't get into banners. You couldn't get in. I didn't even try getting in the banners. I mean, I went to banners. Then I drove up the day before, and I went and I went to banners. And let's just say banners, banners is a little bit disappointing. Yeah, they have the big screen TV and the, you know, the bunch and you know some decent beers, but still, you know, it's it's not the fours. It's not the fours. It's not Boston Beer Works. You know, it's you know even even when Cheer, Cheers was at Faneuil Hall. That was a good, that was, that was fun. But the city of Boston is, you know, you know, we need some more, we need some more bars up towards that end. So maybe, maybe somebody will come along and put a new bar into, you know, where the fours is and where Boston Beer Works is. But overall, the experience on Saturday was great. I mean, went in, went up the escalator where didn't have to stand in a long line going up the escalator. They just let people in. You, you were able to actually just walk in, walk up there and wait in line right at the um, metal detectors. Went right up, grabbed my beer. That's a little, that was a little bit disappointing, a little bit. I got to tell you, I, you know, my whole, the whole trip, I was really looking forward to grabbing a, a Samuel Adams Brick Red and going up to my seat and having my beer. And they come to find out, they start, they stopped producing Brick Red. So I ended up getting um, the Wicked Hazy, went to my seat, enjoyed had my beer, and enjoyed the game. But it was great to be back at the bus, at the TD Garden. Can't wait to go back next year. That's if I can afford it because, you know, you really can't afford tickets these days. Tickets are were downright expensive. I mean... It may be a while before I actually attend a Bruins game again. Unless I can get some type of a decent deal on tickets. You know, I guess I got to do my research as to where, you know, where I'm going to purchase them. Either through Ticketmaster, StubHub, Ace Ticket, wherever I get them. You know, they got I got to either, you know, got to get them cheap or I got to wait until like the day, be, buy them the day before or a week before the game starts. Or even, even a day before the game starts. You know, if I plan on going up on a Saturday, I buy the tickets on a Thursday or Friday. 
but the tickets are getting way too expensive to attend a Boston Bruins game. And and if you think about it, you know, a $16 beer, you know, you got to you got the beer, you got to you, you know, you got to buy food. I didn't eat. I don't I don't normally eat when I go cuz I don't like standing in lines. I really don't like standing in lines for waiting for food. I'd rather get my pregame on at a at a restaurant nearby, but there weren't really any restaurants nearby either. But, you know, it's getting expensive to take to for a, even a fam even a family of two even two people to go to games. Four hundred dollars to go to a Bruins game. You gotta put you know you gotta you know then you gotta shell out money for drinks and everything else and you know it becomes expensive. You know and. And to top that off, I don't think that they ever changed. I think the last time, I don't even think they changed the seats in that place. You know, they they went and did this whole remodel of this and put new seats in, and I don't think they ever changed the seats out. But I will tell you this: I really, I did a great job. We did a great job getting those tickets. Third row in the balcony. They were expensive, but I think I I think I nailed it with those seats for that game. You know, and it's it's I don't know. It's like do I do I get tickets for a new game or for you know, do I go to a game next season or do I just say, you know what? I'm not going to go to any Bruins games until they lower the ticket prices. And we all know that'll never happen. I'm serious. You know, I don't know if I'm going to, if I would ever attempt, attend another Bruins game as long as ticket prices are like this. But people seem to find a way to pay, pay for their tickets. So it's going to be interesting, you know, next season to see if I actually attend a game. You know, because right now it's like, you know, you, with a family of four, you know, with a family of four, you really you you really can't afford to go. I mean, you can't really afford to do anything anyways this year. You can't. I mean, even like Disney World, you can't even afford to go to. Where a family, of, it's going to cost a family of four. You know, you're going to have to like take out a second mortgage. Well, anyway, I'm done with my rant. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening to this uh, episode and have a great week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.